If you poop your pants or you do pee your pants sometime, don't feel bad about it. If you poop your pants or pee your pants, it's no big deal. Don't be embarrassed. Sometimes you're not able to be able to go to the bathroom. And you end up pooping your pants or pee your pants. Something like that is no big deal if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometime. It happens to everybody. It's nothing to be terribly embarrassed about. Pooping your pants is just a part of life. Whether you're a little kid or you're all grown up. Don't feel bad, don't feel bad if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometime. If you find you're doing it like a couple times every week, you should buy yourself some diapers and then you can just go whenever you want to. Ho, ho, don't feel bad if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometimes. Don't feel so bad about it if you poop your pants. It's November 16th, 2023. I'm joined today by John Fletcher of the Hog Story. Grabs in a six-pack, episode 116, buddy. And it's the new life, son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeehaw. How's it going, Mr. Fletcher? Well, shit kicker is going pretty good. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's good to hear. We're gonna talk about uh, I don't know what we're gonna talk about today. To be honest with you, I've had uh, in the last two days my truck broke down, my laptop broke down, my life's been like a sad country song. But the laptop's up and kicking, and the radiator is repaired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, turns out it was a uh, power button malfunction. Power which, button malfunction, which I guess is the best problem you can have with a laptop. <laughs> That just means you need a new button to turn it on and off again. Second time that's hey, happened. Same thing for my wife. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Let me open up a beer here. Crack one. Yes, sir. Modelo. Oh, is it especial. the... Especial. I was about to ask you if it was the Modelo Especial or the Modelo Negro. Nope. Just the special one. I like the Modelo Negro. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, I love to pee and get the pee out of me. Mm. Uh, what's your that favorite? song? Are you putting that that song in the intro? The poop your pants. Yeah, yeah. I think I should. Right. I mean, it's stuck in my head. Is all I'm saying. That was the acapella version by Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, very catchy. The man, uh, the man can. He knows how to make the hits. You want to hear? You want to hear a little more? I would. Or you do pee your pants sometime Don't feel bad about it If you poop your pants Or pee your pants It's no big deal Don't be embarrassed Sometimes you're not able to Be able to go to the bathroom And you end up pooping your pants Or pee your pants Or something like that It's no big deal If you poop your pants Or you pee your pants sometime Everybody, it's nothing to be terribly embarrassed about. Pooping your pants is just a part of life. Whether you're a little kid or you're all grown up, don't feel bad. 
dope, you're bad, and you poop your pants, so you'll be a man sometime. If you find you're doing it like a couple times every week, you should buy yourself some diapers, and then you can just go whenever you want to. Ho ho, don't feel bad if you poop your pants, so you'll be your pants sometimes. Don't feel so bad, buddy, if you poop your pants. That's, uh, yeah, I was telling you before the, the show, I've been time. working on some AI, uh, and that's, that's what the result has been, <laughs> I've been playing with the AI, and that's the result that I've had, so, that's, uh. It sounded real, that, uh, out of all of them, that one had the most amount of realism, as far as subject matter and everything. Subject matter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got some other ones in the works that I'm, uh, cooking up that I don't want to blow my wad on just yet, but, um. Nobody wants you to do that. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I think if I can if I can hone him in a little better, it's gonna bring the prank call game to a whole new dimension. Oh, like if I yeah. can hone, if I can hone it in and get like a soundboard ready, if I can just make the AI a little more convincing sounding, I think it's gonna things are cool. Things are in the works. I guess is what I'm saying. Hopefully, it's close. It's real close. Just, it's not quite close enough. It's not it. yet, but then pretty soon people are gonna be thinking the president's calling them at their, uh, you know, their, their <laughs> corner market. Poop in his pants. <laughs> yeah. Sing a little song with me. <laughs> uh, well, shucks, man. Um, we wanted to kind of, bre- I guess, I don't know how, I don't know if we want to make it the whole show, but at least briefly, we wanted to touch on uh, the topic that we left off with you last time, which was Ancient Apocalypse. S- not yeah. specifically the Graham Hancock show, Ancient Apocalypse, but I do have some articles no. on that show. Oh, really? Yes. Like, um, what kind of articles? <laughs> well, it'd debunking be some, I, articles. Yes, some fun oh, cold good. read deep uh, debunking articles. I thought we could maybe do. I have it. I have uh, ABC, ABC Australia, and physics.org. And uh, oh, do we have to read uh, the one from video. Australia? Do we have to read that in an Australian accent? No, but you do have to say "crikey" every other word. <laughs> crikey. <laughs> Uh, and I have the Guardian. I could do that. Actually, <clears throat> this one's this one caught my eye because, well, I, I mean, we don't have to get into it right now, but just the headline for you here from the Guardian: Ancient Apocalypse is the most dangerous show on Netflix. That's the headline. Oh, I think I saw that headline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't read the article though. Yeah. Well, we can we can get into that one. I, I've perused it, but I have not read it through yet. One. Um, well, speaking of poop and pants, um, <laughs> a theory. I can't find much on really when it comes to things on um, the planets themselves, but the current model of the solar system where things formed in this disc or rings around the sun and then coalesced into balls that are rolling around. Instead, there was the sun, and then because it had too much material to really support itself, it spit some out, and it does that periodically in the form of... uh, Know, a big blob of matter that coalesces into a planet. Um, and that could cause, uh, um, obviously it would cause havoc whenever uh, it pushes out a new planet and the pre-existing planets have to you know, adjust their orbit. So Okay, I see the tie-in with poop, poop in your pants now. Yeah, the sun was pooping. Yeah. <laughs> out planets. Yeah. It, Which there, uh, there were was, some articles about that. It was not, it was not an that. intentional thing. He didn't plan it. it no. <laughs> No, no, that's a good. Yeah. One. Uh, every now and then, an article will come out about the sun 
losing a piece of itself or uh, spitting out blobs of uh, plasma. But there's other material it can spit out as well. And, I mean, the plasma, once it reaches a certain point, will, uh, what's the term? Is it sublimate? Where it, it changes its state, like matter changes its state, so it'll go from plasma to gas to liquid to solid as it reaches out further from the sun. So things can coalesce you know, into planets that way, or asteroids or uh, comets, you know, whatever. But we don't really keep track of those things enough. <clears throat> so this is, this is what the sun would say? Oh, for God's sakes, I've had to go to the bathroom for 20 minutes. Oh, no, I can't hold it any longer. Oh, God, I can't hold it. I have to go so bad. I can't, oh, God. I'm just kidding. I can shit wherever I want. <laughs> yes, exactly. You've I- sharded. <laughs> mm. I I like uh I like that theory. Uh it's I and what what would the what would the planet look like though at the time of it being pooped out would it be already solid mass would it be gaseous would it be plasma what would the what would a planet theoretically in your perspective look like after the sun had spit it out? Well, it depends on I guess the material um if it's if it's just like an iron core and maybe it gathers everything else as it goes. I don't know. Or all that's there, I would think it'd just be like a big ball, like a molten ball or something. Right, because it'd have to be pretty with, hot unless the sun cooled down before it spit. Yeah, out. yeah, like spitting out a molten ball of something with gas and plasma along with it, and then all that would would condense into uh, liquid and atmosphere and such. I like the idea that the sun spits out a fully formed planet with fully. With living forests and trees and deer and civilization already on it, it just comes into existence. With, but it, it would have like a like the magnetic field would like sheath it from the yeah. the hot like plasma lava of the sun. Yeah, like the yeah, it just like it just spits it out with a spits it out with yeah. a stream of uh, hotness behind it. Yeah, everything's already still rock or everything just it comes out rocking and rolling. It's already like, there. Meet us already. Like, oh shit! It's a lot colder. Everybody grabs their jacket. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, almost like everybody's memories start at that point too. I, I think Midas describes there. He's the one that always br- brings up the. Uh, I think it's called Last Tuesdayism or something, and it's the mm. idea that <clears throat> the universe and everything that exists in it and all the memories that you have came into existence last Tuesday, and there's no way to prove otherwise. It's not like that. It's just the sun spits out a fully formed planet, and that's where we were just until last week. So we we, we yeah. didn't yeah. I, I do like I do like the idea though in all seriousness of the sun spitting out planets because it's almost like uh, that makes the sun daddy or something that makes the sun the sky daddy. Yeah, and maybe the planets do that too. Maybe um, they reach a point where they have too much mass to sustain and they spit out a little bit of themselves, like the the Earth did with the Moon. Ooh, or, uh, okay, yeah, like uh, Saturn. That's why Saturn. And the big gas planets. Yeah, yeah, all the big gas ones just spitting out little. Yeah. Like little kidney stones for the planet. Yeah, just <laughs> oh god, this sucks. <laughs> and then oh, it comes out. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. And the and that would kind of tie in with the with the ancient disaster stuff because a lot of those um, stories all say something about the planets being closer or more prominent in the sky. And so if there were less planets and we were all closer to the sun or something, or just the planets themselves were closer together. Um, and then it spits out a new one, that, like Venus or something that we see as a, a comet for a little while. It throws everything out of whack and uh, 
the other big planets have to move outward, which they say also in, in the current model of the solar system that at some point the big gas giants had to have been closer and then migrated out. They just put it on a, a large time scale of uh, millions and millions of years versus maybe a few thousand years or something, tens of thousands. Yeah, it makes sense. I Maybe it does. I uh, The the more I've... <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, I actually... The, uh, Flat Earth guy, Mario, Mario Garza, mm. is coming back on soon. And since I've last... I wasn't really... I had, I had really no belief in Flat Earth when I first talked to him. But the more I talk to people and the more I just kind of look around the world around me, I don't really know what the hell is going on. So I, I don't even know if the Earth's flat, round, solar system, heliocentric, geocentric... The more I research things, the more I realize, like, I have no fucking idea who's telling the truth. <laughs> like, no, um, I ought to find these pictures I took when I was 18. We flew, we flew to Great Britain, but we threw, we flew over the North Pole instead. So we went, not necessarily the North Pole, but we went over Canada and then Greenland and Iceland and then came into the UK from the North. And um, flying over Greenland, um, I took some pictures from the window seat in the plane and um, there's not a whole lot of curve there. Right. Yeah. And is it true that Greenland is actually icy and Iceland is pretty green? Yes. Okay. I've always heard that. Yes. Um, <laughs> but then again, we were only, what, uh, not even 40,000 feet up probably? Yeah, but so from what I understand, you're supposed to start seeing the curve well before that if there's actually a curve. Well, what's, what's the radius of the Earth? It's, uh, uh, I, I mean, that would depend, that. you know, if you're only five miles up but the radius is however many thousands of miles 18 that's my guess it's, it's something that i probably have read a hundred times but i can't remember yeah same here and, what's the and radius all of the, of the uh all of the earth uh earth science books Twenty four thousand miles no brace oh 24 i was close i said 18 oh he said circumference <clears throat> radius earth. maybe nobody knows or diameter 39 earth radius Three thousand nine hundred and sixty-three point one nine miles. Okay, and you're only you're only six miles up. So even there, you probably wouldn't see a lot of curve, but you should. That's what they say. I don't fucking what, know. What, I've never what been bothers to space me is when they whole... do like uh, when Red Bull and certain spacewalks they use the fisheye lens. Yeah, they to all make do. it look curved. And... So then you're like, okay, well, what's going on here? Really, <laughs> you just fucking with us or? Yeah. They, uh, yeah, that's the part that bums me about out about trying to find any images higher than up than what I've been is they all use fisheye lenses to give it a fake curvature and they're not helping anybody there. Yeah. What do you think that is? Why, why would they Even do the that? astronauts when they're out on the space station and stuff use a big wide angle lens? Yeah. And their space, Maybe just, their spacesuit helmet is almost shaped to make the, even their line of sight, make it look curved, right? Because of the... <laughs> The helmet. The nature of the glass on the helmet is curved. Yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, but now they can just stick cameras on the outside of things. There's something weird going on with all that. But uh, Something weird going on with the bubbles out in space, too. I don't know what that's about. Bubble, yeah. <laughs> and maybe we just don't understand the nature of space. You know, the material or, or whatever, the the medium of space. It makes everything look fish-eyed when you're up there. Maybe it does. Yeah. Maybe it fucking does. Maybe the Earth's uh, atmosphere is just a big uh, concave or convex lens, depending on which way you're looking through it. Yeah. It's all an illusion. Nothing's real. Why are we even here? I'll see you later. Bye. All right. See you. That's our show, everybody. <laughs> That's our show. And we're done. And play that Joe Biden song. Again. And we're out. Okay.
Oh shit, I wasn't ready. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is real. Planets don't exist. They're just spots in your mind. <laughs> um. Well, let me. Uh, are you in the uh, IRC? I am. All right. Let me. Let me send you this. Maybe we can do a cold read here, and, because uh, I want to know why Ancient Apocalypse is the most dangerous show on Netflix. Yeah, I'm um, I'm interested in that as well. From The Guardian here. <clears throat> a show with if a truly can... preposterous theory is one of the streaming giant's biggest hits, and it seems to exist solely for conspiracy theorists. Why has this been allowed? Question mark. <laughs> a show for people who like to shout at you on Twitter. Graham Hancock, presenter of Ancient Apocalypse. Photograph, credit Netflix. I'll read you the first You gave me the uh, fizz.org one. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find where you were reading that. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's making up words. All right. Uh, I'll read the first two paragraphs here. This one is not Australian, so we don't have to do the crikey. Okay, good. <laughs> At the time of writing, Ancient Apocalypse has been comfortably sitting in Netflix's top ten list for several days. This presents something of a mystery because the show closely resembles the sort of half-baked filler documentary that one of the lesser Discovery channels would slap up at 3 a.m. between shows about plane crashes and fascist architecture. <laughs> fascist architecture. <laughs> Ancient, fascist architecture. <laughs> Ancient Apocalypse obviously has an audience, but who on earth is it? And they capitalized earth. Fortunately, you don't have to watch it for long to find out. In quick succession during pre-show sizzle reel, we are treated to a clip of the show's host, Graham Hancock, being interviewed by Joe Rogan. Finally, <laughs> we have an answer. Ancient Apocalypse must be a TV program made exclusively for people who like to shout at you on Twitter. Oh, they reused that joke already. All right. Mm, nice. Of course it is. These people are Hancock's bread and butter. The free thinkers who, through their bizarre quirk of nature, are some more perennially outraged than anyone else on Earth. They're drawn to Ancient Apocalypse thanks in part to Hancock's loud and persistent claims that his life's work is being suppressed by big archaeology. <laughs> the thrust of ancient apocalypse is as follows. Hancock believes that an advanced Ice Age civilization responsible for teaching humanity concepts such as maths, architecture, wait, wait and agriculture. Maths? Is it math or maths? maths? <laughs> it's, it was British, so it's maths. Oh, okay. I should, this should be in, in British. Uh... Yeah, such as mass architecture and agriculture was wiped out in a giant flood brought about by multiple comet strikes about 12,000 years ago. There are signs everywhere you look, he says. To prove this, he spends an entire television series looking everywhere. Hancock travels to Malta, to Mexico, to Indonesia, and to the U.S. purely so that he can look at remnants of old structures and insist that they prove his theory. Which isn't to say that this is all he does, of course, because a great deal of every episode is spent railing at the buttoned-up archaeological institutions that failed to listen to him. Because, according to him, sorry, according to them, the whole theory doesn't stand up to any scrutiny whatsoever. The result, sadly, given is about intelligent life... Sorry, that was... I'm confused now. The result, dash, sadly, <laughs> given it's <laughs> about intelligent life form... Can you help me with a sentence? Given it's about it's an intelligent life form be, from being 
Oh, from uh, intelligent life form <laughs> being exploded off the planet in a hail of comet fire. Okay, that was I had these rolled. Brits and their fucking uh, grammar. Yeah, grammar Hancock. Grammar Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the result is preposterously boring. Hancock goes to a place and says, they want you to think it's this, but it's actually that, over and over again. I once got trapped at a party with a flat earther. It was a very similar experience to watching this. (laughs) It's like every time someone gets stuck listening to an episode of this show. They can't leave. It's like like being trapped at a party with a flat earther. unstoppable domain or whatever. (laughs) Which isn't to say that we should dismiss Hancock's theory out of hand. Of course. Because if he's right, and the history of hum- humanity really is just five, just the first five minutes. <laughs> if the history of humanity really just is the first five minutes of Prometheus, it would change everything we know about ourselves. But certainly, we shouldn't treat his hodgepodge of mysteries and coincidences as fact. That's the danger of a show like this. It whispers to the conspiracy theorist in all of us. And Hancock is such a compelling host that he's bound to create a few more in his wake, believing that ultra-intelligent creatures help to build the pyramids is one thing. But where does it end? Believing that election fraud is real? Believing 9-11 was an inside job? Worse? (laughs) If you were feeling particularly mean-spirited, you could suggest that Netflix knows this. And it's gone out of its way to court the conspiracy theorist. But hey, not all conspiracy theories are bad. If you don't like Hancock's story about the super intelligent advanced civilization being wiped off the face of the planet, here's another that might explain about how Netflix gave the green light to ancient apocalypse. The platform's senior manager of unscripted originals happens to be Hancock's son. (gasps) Honestly, what are the chances? (laughs) That is, I didn't know that. That is. Uh, I didn't know that either. That's suspicious. Now, now it's, they're they're ridiculing conspiracy theorists, and then they end that last paragraph with their own conspiracy theory. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> oh, this article was amended Smells on the twenty like seventh of November, twenty twenty two, to remove an incorrect statement that the pre show reel includes a clip of Graham Hancock being interviewed by Jordan Peterson. The interview in question was by a different person. Oh, yes. They must have confused Joe Joe Rogan for Jordan Peterson. They are the same person. I do this. I confuse them myself. I hope you appreciated this article. Before you move on, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting The Guardian's journalism as we prepare for one of the most consequential news cycles of our lifetimes. Oh, it is consequential. (laughs) We need your help to raise $1.5 million to fund our reporting in 2024. Shit. Uh, And they've raised (laughs) $213,000. The goal is not has not been met. Well, we're here now to raise one point two million dollars for abs in a six pack. <laughs> yeah, uh, trying to nice. reach our goal. That's Even what if I need. We I get need there a with meter. a measly two hundred thousand dollars. I need a big meter that goes that's on the website. We have not. Yeah, we have not reached. <laughs> although listenership has been up slowly but steadily, abs in a six pack has not reached its goal of one point. Of $1.5 billion in donations. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> yeah. It's like it hovers at 0. 0.00002%. <laughs> I need that bar on the website. 
Good idea. For every dollar donated, Joe Biden will poop his pants. <laughs> that song has been stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. It's it's a, it's an earworm. Well, that was a good article from The Guardian there. What did you I'm think of that? I'm scared of uh, Graham Hancock now. Yeah. I'm going to burn his book. I have, a, I have America before, and I'm going to burn it. It's I probably was, a scary book. I was really scared of him uh, because of the first version of that article where it, it turned out Jordan Peterson had interviewed him. But now that I know that didn't happen, I'm even more scared of Graham Hancock. Jordan Peterson's pretty scary. I mean, which for, for a man that cries 40% of the things he says, he's pretty <laughs> Just scary. Imagine if he finds out about the ancient apocalypse. Though. <laughs> uh, he's going to cry a lot more. He's going to get back on the benzos. <laughs> no Bray says Jordan Peterson is so cool. I don't know about that. I don't really know much of the, the guy anyway. I think Goof accurately described him as a sad uh, Gandalf Kermit the Frog. <laughs> a wise old sad Germit, Gandalf Kermit the Frog. Germit the Frog. Germit. Yeah. Germit. <laughs> Why don't the Muppets do Lord of the Rings? Ooh, that'd be good. Well, it's, if the Muppets of the early 2000s did Lord of the Rings, that'd be good. The Muppets are kind of yeah. canceled now, right? Like they're a little too controversial for today's world. Why? Because Miss Piggy raped Kirby. Like, <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> almost called him Kermy, like her. <laughs> oh, Kermy. I thought you said Kirby, like uh, from uh, Nintendo. Oh, she probably would if she could get a hold of that mouth. <laughs> I bet Kirby gives the best blowjobs. Um, Suck jobs. Yeah. I'm trying. Well, I don't know. Uh, the Mupp- A lot of the Muppets, it's on Disney Plus streaming from what I'm told. I've never had Disney Plus, but. I saw the warning label that appears before the Muppets and they've removed a lot of certain episodes. It's like, we apologize. This was made in a different time, blah, blah, blah. Cause there's some, what would they have removed? Like Oscar, the grouch smoking a cigarette. <laughs> uh, isn't Os- Isn't Oscar, the grouch from Sesame street <laughs> or my computer? Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I was just thinking Jim Henson in, in general, but yes, I think the, the Muppets, the Muppet show is that what I- you're talking about. Yeah, the Mupp- the Muppets had they, they it was just uh, jokes that I guess would be considered transphobic or homophobic or racist. There was definitely some racial stereotypes. Nowhere as bad as Veggie Tales, though. I remember Veggie Tales because somehow in Christian culture, it's the the in, the sexual innuendos and the cussing that is way more controversial. But racial humor <laughs> is always fine. In Veggie Tales, there was the Japanese peas. Sing the steak and shrimp song, and there's the squash are all like Norwegian or sweet Switzerland or Swedish, whatever. And then, so there's everybody's just got a racial stereotype. The asparagus are British, um, yeah. So I I'm think okay it was that, it was that type of a thing with with the Muppets. I guess we could find. And out. Do you think uh, maybe different races of people came from different planets? Hmm. Uh, like Jack, like the. Uh, like maybe one point before uh, it got hot and cloudy there, maybe Venus was habitable. And then once it started uh, turning into an oven, people left. Um, maybe with Mars before it started getting too cold to be there. And before it lost its atmosphere, people left. They're like, let's so, go to the middle planet. Meet so would there, China and, and Japan and Korea, all those people all be from the same planet? Or would Japan and China have their own planets? Like, oh, no, they'd be the same planet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they all look the same to you, is that what you're saying? Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what are they squinting at? <laughs> it's the sun. They were way closer to the sun. <laughs> Where they? Yeah, they were. They were probably in Venus. <laughs> was George Bush from that planet too? 
It's got a yellow tint. Yeah, I, I bet he is. <laughs> hey, they, they think I'm American. Hey, they don't know I like Chinese tacos. Tacos rule. Yeah, they do. Tacos uh, and cocaine. So then, so what, what, how many different planets would there be if we're splitting up planets by race? There'd be Asia planet. <laughs> there'd be planet Asia. There'd be planet Asia, planet Mexico, which planet would Mexico. incorporate all of South America, I'm assuming. Yeah, it would. It'd just planet brown. Canadians probably aren't from a planet. They're like from hell or something. They might have been here. They never left. <laughs> oh, I have an appropriate clip. They told me to take my flat ass back to planet Mexico. <laughs> wow. That's a deep cut. Yeah, it is. Who knew? Not planned at all. <laughs> um, Spared yeah. no expense. So how many, okay, so how many planets of, if we're splitting up planet, like a different planet for each race, how many planets would that be? Five? How many races yeah, are there? Because you got to have a planet Africa. Right. I forgot about black people. I forgot they exist for a minute there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how okay. could you? <laughs> so that's four races. So far we have Mexicans, Asians, blacks, and whites. So there's got to be something we're leaving out. Probably not, though. I mean, are Middle Eastern people just like Mexicans? There's certain word. There's certain uh, slang words for that whole territory of people. None of which I can repeat. <laughs> yeah. Well. Can um, you say yes? Never mind. Oh, you're good. You can say Sand it. I just back. <laughs> okay. Sand back. Well, that's better than what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Go so ahead, that's five. I guess that's five. Then we have the sand people. <laughs> yeah. S- okay. There's sand planet, Asia planet, south of the border planet, Africa planet, and white planet, and the sun. Yeah. And That'd the be sun. a cool solar system. But what are the other ones doing? Uh, well, it's just those. I guess it'd just be those five planets. Were there five rocky planets? I mean, we got we got Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, and then the asteroid belt that used to be a planet, I suppose. Or the moon. Hmm. I'll, moon I'll say it so you don't have to. Do you think uh, Planet Africa was just the dark side of the moon? <laughs> oh, Good. <laughs> that was good. Because it's actually technically the far side of the moon. But in that case, it would be the dark side. It would be, yeah. And I'm mm. guessing Planet Mexico is Mars. Uh, what? I was thinking about this the other day. What if every planet was just a long-term branding deal? Like a ad, like a just giant ad, like Mars is the Mars Candy Company ad. It's just a big ad for that. I, I think it would be. Um, What's another one? There are movies where people put shit on the moon, um, big ads on the moon. Yeah, why haven't they done yet? Why, why isn't there a big Nissan logo or a big Amazon uh, logo projected on the moon from the Earth? Or moon pies. Moon pies, <laughs> yeah. A country uh, would take off. Or country, company, same difference. But yeah, why why don't they project ads onto the moon? It seems like they it's the technology is easily there. If if it's a, you, indeed a solid object, they could. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe they just can't figure out how to project something onto a projection. <laughs> well, they supposedly reflect the laser the laser off the moon. Supposedly. Oh, really? Supposedly. What if there was just something back behind the scrim? Hmm. What's a scrim? <laughs> oh, like for uh, for the theater. Or uh, photography, uh, a sheet. That oh, it's the project, the white diffuses the, sheet. Yeah, yes, yeah, okay. yeah, it'll diffuse the light and stuff. Gotcha. Scrim. Uh, scrim. I don't know if I ever scrim heard that Scrim. Scrim. Well, uh, would you like to hear about the mystery of the sun disk? Oh, yeah. This is an excerpt from season 12, episode 15 of Ancient Aliens on the History Channel. 
outside the ruins of Sacsayhuaman, just a mile and a half from the Coricancha Temple in Cusco. What about my little-known entrances to underground passageways dating back to the Inca? Many of the openings have been covered up and sealed for public safety, but a few still remain accessible. In 2017, David Childress visited the site of one of the remaining open tunnels. There is a labyrinth of tunnels beneath Cusco, and they extend for hundreds of miles in every direction. And some of these tunnels even intersect. Over the years, these tunnels have been blocked off and sealed, but you can still access parts of this tunnel system, such as this tunnel here, cut through solid rock. Local legend says that the sun disk was transported out of the city through these tunnels. There's been a lot of speculation of where the sun disk was taken, and treasure hunters have been searching for this location for centuries. Legends recount three myths as to how the sacred golden sun disk left Cusco. Some legends maintain that it was taken out through a tunnel system to Gran Patiti, a lost Inca village at the top of a mountain which the Spanish never ever found. Some maintain it was taken to Sacsayhuaman. And some maintain it was returned to Lake Titicaca, from whence it came. Located more than 200 miles southeast of Cusco, at an elevation of over 12,500 feet above sea level. Wait, I live. Titicaca is the highest navigable lake in the world and considered sacred to the local Andean population. In the Incan creation myth, their god Viracocha emerged from Lake Titicaca. This goes. Titicaca is the best name. Yeah, they're, they're fucking with us with the names, like the name of that one city, Sexy Woman, and then now <laughs> Lake Shit Tits. Yeah, shitty titties. <laughs> Along with ancient myths and legends that tell us that there's an etheric or ethereal city that's underneath Lake Titicaca. In light of this, it makes sense that the Incas returned their prized golden disc to the lake. The temple was said to be a thing of imagination, a thing of wonder, until the year 2000. In the year 2000, a team of Italian divers and scientists ventured to the base of Lake Titicaca after finding a road of Inca stones. They followed the road for just less than half a mile into the lake and discovered a 650 by 150 foot temple underneath the waters of Lake Titicaca. That's... Um... It's the sun disk clip. I How? pulled. I still don't know what the sun disk is. I've no. I've looked. Do you know what it is? Because I've looked it up. This and it's just some. It's from best I can tell. It's just a. <clears throat> they don't really know what it is. It's just written about. They're like I, I, they don't know necessarily how big it is. They hope it's. So they have no idea what they're looking for. Yeah, oh, okay. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want it to be made of gold. Yeah. How did that lake get the water in it? 12,000 feet up in the air. Are the rivers you that run to it? think it's like a Gulliver's, Gulliver's Travels, like Island Lake or something floating in the air? <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, just what what source runs into the lake? Is it from just collecting rainwater in a basin up there? 
Because that would. You talking mean, about like titty caca? Yeah, yeah, like uh, titty shitty. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Me I, either. They had actual I've, footage I've read of about what the I assume lake was really the lake. Yeah, yeah, I've read a lot of stuff about that lake, and there's never really a mention of the the source. But I've never looked directly like what feeds into it. So, but at one point, I guess it was low enough for them to build a temple in there, or they just built a temple underwater. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Instead of there being some kind of flooding that buries the temples underwater, you're thinking they just went underwater with and built the temple underwater. Yeah, in oh. hopes that like whoever would be like, okay, I guess I'll lower the water level now. <laughs> that's a really roundabout way of getting the a dam built. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll just build a temple under the <laughs> under the water, and we'll pray real hard down there. Obviously, in you know short segments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe teach turtles or some kind of animal that can be underwater for longer how to pray. You got a roundabout way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fish are gullible like that. They could do it. (laughs) Yeah, and everybody, that phrase, the memory of a goldfish, the fish would, the goldfish would forget that they'd been praying for that long. So they'd be, uh, they wouldn't get bored of it very quickly. Well, that's why you put the prayers and stuff they're supposed to say on the walls everywhere. So they just see it and they start reading it out Now, loud. boys, don't get into any trouble while mommy and daddy are gone. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, I can hear you. How are you doing? <laughs> this is Nicholas Cage. How are you doing, Nicholas I can hear Cage. you just fine. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm just in a horrible mood. I smoked a ton of crack last night. And as usual, now I feel like shit. Well, yeah. So I watched a uh, documentary that I got absolutely nothing out of. But I'll put it in the chat anyways. This Ooh. is... Season one, episode one of History Channel's The Universe. And this season one, episode one, happens to be called Secrets of the Sun. Oh, I bet. Well, how do they know them? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was hoping that there would be something about how the sun gives birth to planets in there. Because since you presented that idea to me, I've been kind of trying to find more on it. I was like, oh, this probably has something about it. But uh, not really. No. It's, no. It's more like... What's inside the sun, which is kind of tangentially close to that. Um, yeah, sort of. We have no idea how any of the materials we think are in there are interacting with each other. It's certainly not a homogenous, just concentric ring of spheres in there, you know, like a like a Russian nesting doll of the sun. So there's lumps and blobs all in there. Maybe one gets flung out even just through centrifugal force, through the force. Right. I think we talked about that last time about how uh, solar flares are kind of like the sun's farts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the sun's jizzes, jizzes. And they do a, e- eject a whole lot of material Ejacula- Ejaculation. Yeah, ejaculation. Uh, except, you know, you're just shooting ropes and the sun's shooting planets. I'm sorry, this is completely unrelated, but an account <laughs> on No Agenda Social just followed me called Adam Curry's Meme Library. and uh, I Oh, love, yes, they followed me too. I love that. Um, I love that. I'm assuming this is just... Uh, posting memes just to make Adam Curry mad, which I think is... I yeah, don't know anything a, about the account. A troll account, no me either. <laughs> I saw that, uh, saw that the other day. My yeah, scroll uh, wheel is uh, noisy. Yes. You hear that? Yeah. This is even noise. You're listening to this. The clicky. Oh, yeah. This, uh, if I'm and that's talking, with the noise gate, the noise gate. Oh, okay. It's with the noise gate on. I need a new mouse is what I need. Add that to the list of things I'll never get around to. They're so easy to catch. <laughs> I did catch an actual mouse in the house not too long ago, um, but I didn't think the joke would be worth using a rotting mouse corpse as an actual mouse. 
Especially for mm. an audio gag that I would have to explain anyways, you know. It's like, <laughs> who's the real? Looks like the joke's on you. Yeah, the joke is on me all around on that one. Uh, well, shoot, I don't know. Where do you want to go from here? I got a couple more articles and uh, some. Um, well, another one, I just thought of this, um, and I forget where I read it. It was a while ago about the expanding Earth theory. Did we talk about that any? Where... Um, the Earth started off smaller, and it, it expands outward like a balloon, but not evenly, of course. So you get mountain ranges and and uh, big tears in the ground, like the uh, the Grand Canyon. So has how how much has it grown in our lifetime? Like double, triple? Uh, I don't know. It'd be cool to find that out <laughs> if if that was possible. That'd be great. But uh, but that would without the the plates, the tectonic plates having to move around in crazy ways. You could just deflate the Earth and all the continents fit back together. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, so what was it called? Just... Pangea or whatever was the name of the, what, the, what was mm-hmm. the name of the, the, when everything yeah, was one continent. Yeah. So then, so yeah. I see. So as the earth expands, there's just, the land just spreads out further. Wouldn't the sea yeah. level get lower though, or is more at water added in? Like, well, there, there are scientific papers showing the atmosphere with the magnetic field and everything makes water from the hydrogen and oxygen in space. Oh. And we get a lot of that hydrogen from the sun. And um, like big thor- storm cells can um, make water. It's nuts. So maybe I didn't know that water could be created water. or destroyed. That's news to me. Yeah, you take just the, uh, the, the hydrogen and the two oxygen and blammo, get them to stick around together with electrolysis. That electrolysis chemistry is fascinating. Now I'm about to go down a rabbit hole i didn't know okay so create creating water from scratch <laughs> you might get somewhere with electrolysis water with electrolysis let's see making water from hydrogen and oxygen gas there's a lady here she's got some bubbles in her hand and a <laughs> and a lighter like one of those camp <laughs> one of those grill lighters mm. and she's lighting it now now it went slow-mo she's burning the bubbles whoa Okay, well, that just exploded in her hand, but it didn't turn into water. Or maybe it did. Maybe steam. I guess so. I'll send, I'll send this. I don't know. Let me know what you think. This seems a little iffy to me. It seems like some kind of camera magic. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, wait, I do like camera magic. Okay, and then she takes the lead bubble. She can't light a lighter. Looks, yeah, she can. And then you. she freaks do, herself out. The of course, is to get some hydrogen and oxygen into this bottle and... We're going to fill the bottle with water. It's called collecting the gas by water displacement. We fill it right to the top and invert it into our bucket of water. Wait, 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 wait a minute. They're making water from water. <laughs> yeah, hang on a second. I'm, wait a minute. This is like the biggest scam I've ever seen in my life. Watch this lady. She's like, okay, so we're. she's using all these scientific terms of how the, she's like making put filling up this water bottle and it's just she's just using tap water first thing we have to do of course is to get some hydrogen and oxygen into this bottle (laughs) she's just filling it from the tap and we're going to fill the bottle with water it's called collecting the gas by water displacement we fill it right to the top and invert it into our bucket of water so that there's very little air in there 
And Stella, uh -huh. you're going to pick that up for me. And we have two containers of gas, one hydrogen and one okay, oxygen. Okay, now she's actually doing something. They are labeled oh, in I see, colors. Yes. And because we're going to make I water... This, I thought this was a troll video. You think she could take both of those at the same time? <laughs> uh, just a tiny, tiny bit of water out of the gases that we're putting into the bottle. We want twice as much hydrogen, H2O, as we want oxygen. So you have to hold that up. Amanda, you might want to get closer so that you can see yeah, Amanda. the bubble inside. Fuck you, Amanda, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and now the bottle of water is drinking Let's oxygen. Let's say that we wouldn't need all of this. Okay. Is it me or is the bottle of water getting more empty? It's about two-thirds full. We're going to now put in some oxygen It's full gas. of oxygen. Oh, or hydrogen. Again, sometimes it's a really tight. Okay, that's where I want to go. <laughs> so she's uncreating water, not creating Once it water. It starts to bubble out. We know it's well, got the, um, uh, enough in it. These two the gases, gases are lighter there. than air, so when I pick it up, we can assume the gases aren't going to fall out right away and hold on to that. Well, why didn't the bottle float away? Light the match. Someone has to hold this, I guess. I guess. You can yes. Hold that. Light the match, and then light the wood. Yeah, come on, light. Amanda. Right. And then, uh, Amanda's going to take the cover off. Yeah, not yet. Wait till it's lit, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to blow up in your hand, Amanda. It makes a really loud noise, Amanda. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's called an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not creating water, though. This is what I don't get. They're making a bomb. They're not making water. Yeah. They're making a bomb. I'm I'm just I'm confused by that whole process. Yeah, they just they just that was just a prank on Amanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that but so far it's two uh, oh for two. Both of these videos saying <laughs> making making water from hydrogen and oxygen. It's not um, that. And I, why did they even fill that bottle up with water? Because they didn't even. I don't know. I just am confused. It's called sorcery. <laughs> And they used it for a practical joke against Amanda. Uh, it's just going to make a loud sound as it <laughs> propels like a rocket from her hand. You're just going to lose a hand, Amanda. No big deal. Yeah. Ooh, here's one. An umbrella made of water. Oh, of course. You ever seen that? Now I'm, now I'm down no. a water rabbit hole. I don't even know how we got onto this, but now I'm, I'm into it. All right. This is the water umbrella. It uses water to protect you from the rain. So I'm not getting wet right now. Okay, so it's just starting to rain. Let's just turn on our water umbrella. And you can see that underneath I'm completely dry. So let's see if this can actually deflect the rain with water spraying out the sides. But how are you, you going to carry around a big giant like bucket of water on a cart so that you can keep, how are you going to just spray everybody around you? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine getting in an elevator with the water umbrella? Who cares you can about see the I'm people totally around? dry as his hair is soaking wet. <laughs> that was literally the next thing he said. So let's see if this can actually deflect the rain with water spraying out the sides. Who cares about the people around me? I'm yeah. <laughs> <You called laughs> dry underneath with my water umbrella. Now, before we test out our water umbrella, let's say talk water about umbrella, why on yeah. earth I would ever have the urge to make a water umbrella in the first place. It all started with an <laughs> insane Kickstarter called the Air Umbrella. This was a failed Kickstarter that became a famous meme on the internet due to a very dedicated backer named Michael. He religiously commented asking for a refund for years to no avail. A few years ago I made a video showing how the air umbrella is pretty impossible. You can blow away small drops but it takes basically a leaf blower to power it. 
But the insanity didn't stop there with that video. I got more comments from people who were not satisfied with the air umbrella. They wanted to see if it was possible to use a fire umbrella instead. So I made a <laughs> propane powered. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is outrageous. Fire umbrella that blew fire out in 360 degrees. This also didn't work. It made hot water fall through, but didn't come anywhere near vaporizing the water before it went through. In both that's inc that just seems incredibly dangerous to carry around. And you can't have a anything fire in your umbrella. hair. Yeah. No product or anything in your hair. Yeah. It just seems insanely dangerous and impractical. A fire and now umbrella. I'm bald. Yeah. Both of these devices, the water always wins. Well, recently I got an amazing idea from a comment in the fire umbrella video. <laughs> what if you made an umbrella out of laminar wins. flow water spring out in 360 degrees? Would that work? The first thing that came to mind that usually makes water spray out in all directions is if you've ever turned on your sink faucet and there's a spoon in the sink. It sprays everywhere. And spoons actually work really well for this. But the problem is the spoons... Well, then why didn't you make a spoon umbrella, asshole? No shit. <laughs> ...from the side, and that causes water to drip down onto you below. So instead, I fastened a small plate to some aluminum that feeds through the center of a pipe. So the water can spray out in all directions with no handle on the side. And this actually worked perfectly. Okay, so to be testing this, I have some black water here. You can see that when it drips on the ground, we can tell where it drips. So we can delineate what water is the rain and what water is our umbrella. So first, let's start on the lowest setting and see if any water gets through when I drop it from above. Yeah, dude. The preliminary test actually looked pretty good when I dropped the black water above it. You can see. So the the water umbrella is working on a small scale. I gotta give him credit where credits due. Well, there's then, five more minutes of this. I don't know about that. Yeah, but like, water doesn't come from a few inches above your umbrella. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, and what if it's yeah? What if it's windy and rainy? Yeah. What if? Yeah, that's uh. Good. Okay, let's good see job. if this actually works. Okay, pour it on. Oh. <laughs> okay. That did not work. So I have around a 20 okay, foot radius of spraying water around me, but still it can't stop the slightest drops from coming through when they're dropped from above. The problem is that we have a battle of momentum going on. We yeah, so the water's too, the water's too moving too fast for the water. Oh, so use a, use a water jet and just slice everybody around you. I wonder water. if a water umbrella will stop sperm from falling on you. Oh, it would have to be a, a Coca-Cola or something, right? <laughs> okay, only one way to find out, guys. Will the water umbrella stop this hot load from getting its sprayed on my face? <laughs> <laughs> As he walks through the industrial side of town. Uh, well, that was a fun detour. The water umbrella. And, and so, okay, so the water umbrella is what helps the planets when they're farted out of the sun just come out intact civilization good to go right off the bat oh okay so there's a water umbrella around each planet inside the sun yeah okay if you think about it the atmosphere is kind of like the earth's own water umbrella it really is i don't know why he's operating on such a small scale yeah <laughs> need to do a new kickstarter yeah the planet-sized water umbrella <laughs> we can stop space rain from hitting the planet plumbrella plumbrella that just sounds like a Umbrella made out of plums. Sounds tasty. So mo 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 mo. So mo 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 mo. 
Um, yeah, I'm still watching the sorry the video on mute, and now he's <laughs> underneath a, a giant fire hose, and they're dumping a bucket on him, and uh, he's still soaking wet. So I don't know what he's trying to prove, other than he can just get wet at a different angle. If he had an Australian accent instead of a gay accent, I might be more inclined to believe his shenanigans. Guys, it's gay and accent. You got this, this water umbrella. Yeah? <laughs> it's, it's gay and accent. I think it is. It is. Can't say that uh, I wouldn't be speaking in an accent if I was speaking like this. You go, Fletcher. What's with the gay accent? So uh, I just got a donation coming in from Sir Candanabian for hey. eleven dollars and eight cents, which, according to him, equivalates to I don't know if this is Canadian smokes or what, but he said that's two packs of smokes, which. Uh, I need to go wherever he is and stock up on cigarettes. I think, but thank you for the oh. the smokes money. Hey, you could come here. They're uh, they're about that much for uh, for two two packs. Dang, mine are like ten bucks a pack. Yowza! Yeah, but that's not as bad as New York, where they're thirty bucks a pack. Yeah, that's insane. They can suck it. That's just opening up a black market. What kind of cigarettes do you smoke? I'm rolling my own. Rolling your own. What kind of tobacco? Well, it's whatever uh, whatever fucking tobacco shop that's close by their, their brand or whatever bullshit. I don't even know what it's called because it's not in their bag. <laughs> Sir Candanavian's quick. He just made some water umbrella art. <laughs> water umbrella. I'm going to see that. Yeah, that. That's what's wrong with Uranus. Water umbrella. He said that a lot, too. Water yeah. umbrella. Water umbrella. Uh. <laughs> What other kind of uh, <laughs> dumb inventions have there been? The fire umbrella was definitely took. <laughs> that was uh, pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. uh, he says five hundred four per pack in Tennessee. He must be talking about pyramids or something. Oh I yeah, Amer- probably. I smoke American, American spoons. spoons. Yeah, those are the, that's why it's so expensive. Oh yeah, I need to go back to tobacco. rolling my own. I was rolling my own tobacco, but uh, back when I had yeah, because uh, back when I had about two three hours a week to spend sitting down and doing it. Yeah, because it does take a, a while, um, especially if you're going to go out anywhere. Yeah. Boom, 504. Well, uh, the water. Thanks for the water umbrella. Good stuff. Um, so, it's, so far, let's recap. We have learned the radius of the Earth is 39, or th- yeah, 3,963.19 miles. 3,963.19 miles is the radius of the Earth. Water umbrellas don't work that good. Fire umbrellas don't mm-hmm. work at all. What else have we learned? Oh, hydrogen and on oxygen what you use. Yeah, that, that's a great practical joke. <laughs> on Amanda, specifically? Yeah, on Amanda, specifically. Um, oh, uh, we I'm learned really that... I'm surprised nobody was actually making any water in a lab, but okay. It's, I mean, maybe somebody's done it, but I haven't seen any evidence of it. Because there all... Were, uh, there were also papers of evidence of um, water on the sun. Sun water. Swatter. Swatter. How did water get on the sun? Stanford University. Yes, take me to the article. How can there be water on the sun? Good question. As you will see below here, I'll link this in the chat room. It's an HTML by uh, Dvorak. Huh? Not really. It's uh, Rob Rutten. As you will see below, a one-sentence question with many-sentence answer. Often questions of astronomy are, at the same time, questions of physics and questions about the universe. The same with your question. Okay, Hydrogen is one neutron plus one proton plus one electron. Helium is two neurons plus two proton. Okay, wait a minute. So if you just... Hang on a second. Maybe I'm an idiot here. But hydrogen is one 
neutron plus one proton plus one electron, and helium is not always. It doesn't always have one electron. I don't know uh, what they're talking about. Sometimes okay. a, a hydrogen is just a proton and a neutron. Okay, because I was looking at electron, helium, and I was like, it looks like if you just take two hydrogens, you can make one helium. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there's there's other things like hydrogen, or is it helium? No, it's hydrogen that will uh, um, take on electrons and shit like that because so uh, is everything just made of three things neurons protons and electrons because it looks like gold is made out of the same three ingredients as hydrogen and helium and I, yeah it's just getting all of those things to bond to each other in the right order yeah and um because it seems like somebody would have been able to synthesize gold by now if it's that really that easy you would think but you need the sorcerer's stone which involves you boiling your own piss <laughs> is that what harry potter did to get the sorcerer's stone i can't remember it's been a while yeah, they cut that part out. He's <laughs> boiled his own pits. Yeah, for like three that's years. What, that's, that's, dude, that's Wizarding School 101 right there, a piss umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, fuck. A piss umbrella, dude. No, what? No, no, nothing rains on me, but everybody I walk by gets piss all over them. It's just saying there are cool places on the sun. The center of sunspots is where they see these uh, water molecules. So ain't that something? Underneath the... Uh, because the sunspots are uh, an area like cooler than the surrounding surface, so that's why they appear dark when the magnetic field comes up through the surface of the sun, the photosphere, the part we see. And uh, it's almost like peering down into it because it darkens. And uh, apparently that's where they see the water is in the sunspots. Uh, so the dark color is the water interacting with the fire of the sun? No, the dark color is the magnetic field manipulating it and uh it cools off like the magnetic field pokes through uh, in in loops in relation to the water i guess the water forms there because it's cool oh okay that just seems like cool it seems so strange that they're i don't know i'm not a scientist doctor i'll just take everybody's word could have fooled me (laughs) uh yeah oh right now i was going to show you a picture but there aren't any sunspots on the sun at the moment if you poke your pants, or you feel pants in time, don't feel bad about it. If you poke your pants, or pee your pants, it's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that song dedicated to the sun. <laughs> it's uh, no big deal. I'm trying now, like, I, I know this is such a t- side tangent of what we were originally planning on talking about, but I'm trying to think of thing, different weird things to make umbrellas out of now. <laughs> well... I mean, you know how they have thatched roofs in in England? Uh-huh. That's what they called her, Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's probably what her family did was thatched roofs. Um, But, uh, yes, uh, a thatched umbrella. That's a pretty good thatch umbrella. I was thinking a balloon umbrella. Mm, Okay. What about a glass umbrella? (gasps) What about a vacuum umbrella? Oh. Yeah. You'd have to carry around a shop vac. What about a snorkel umbrella that you could just drink all the water that rains out of the sky? It goes straight oh, the in your mouth. suicide umbrella, the drowning umbrella. <laughs> yeah, just it's like a tube that goes straight in your mouth, all the water that is what We call this model the sheep. <laughs> what else? What's another good umbrella? There's got to be, there seems like there's just infinite possibilities. I mean, I don't think f- he tried hard enough with the fire, fire umbrella, honestly. <laughs> fire umbrella. He could have a plasma umbrella. Ooh, yeah. Like a electric arts arcs, like a Tesla umbrella. 
Yeah, yeah, like a giant Ooh. bug zapper. And now that made me that noise I just made made me think of a bumblebee umbrella. You just get a bunch of bees and just <laughs> tape them together above your head. The honeycomb umbrella. Ooh, yeah. They'll follow the honeycomb, especially if the queen's in it. It's gotta be so. Gotta be a better insect than a bumblebee to use for an umbrella. What about the blowfish umbrella or the jellyfish umbrella? Ooh, a jellyfish umbrella. Now we're thinking. Now we're cooking with gas. The Portuguese man of war umbrella. An actual Portuguese guy? <laughs> Over your head. I protect you from rain. <laughs> oh, the short round umbrella. I thought the John is raining again. Oh, man. What was, you know, that was the most forgettable female lead in of all the Indiana Jones movies. Because you had the oh, hot yeah. blonde Nazi chick in the third one. And you had Marianne, of course, in the first one. And who was that chick that passed out when they were eating brains out of the gorilla's heads? Yeah, I don't even know. Some annoying blonde chick. Yeah, nobody remembers her. They just remember Short Round. Yeah. Hold on to your potato. <laughs> Whatever. Why, yeah, why did, short, why did Short Round only get be in that one movie? What happened? What's what, 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 No, what, he's what, what, in what um, he's in uh, the that Disney series Loki about the Marvel. I mean, just in one Indiana stuff. Jones movie, but oh yeah, well he should have been in all of them. Honestly, he should have been in the Crystal Skulls. It would have made it better. Did you see the new one? No. The Dial of Destiny or whatever. No, is Harrison Ford in it? Yeah, he's old. He's he old Indiana Jones. Yeah, this is oh. how. You, yeah, it came out like a, I mean, I think so. Unless that was CGI. I just saw the trailer. Came out like this did year. He, like this year, did he originally sing that "Poop Your Pants" song? <laughs> I, I remember doing Harrison Ford doing that song would be I, great. I, I remember when the Kingdom of the what year did Kingdom of the Crystal Skull come out? I saw that the oh, drive-in a long theater. time ago, man. I saw that yeah. the drive-in theater. It was probably like 2012, 2008, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And uh, probably too closer to 2008 around Tropic Thunder times, the good, the glory days of cinema. The glory days, yeah. And uh, and. I just, <laughs> I remember thinking at the time, Indiana Jones in the trailer and in the movie goes, I'm getting too old for this shit. And then like 20 years <laughs> yeah. later, they rolled his ass back out for this year on a new movie. It's like 20 oh, years ago, right. you were said you were getting too old for this shit. It was 2008. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. So in 2008, Indiana Jones says, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> and then in 2023, over 20... <laughs> Well, I guess not over twenty years later, but they cart they cart his ass back out fifteen years later. <laughs> Come on another, out here for another one. I'm getting too old for this Ugh. shit again. Is uh is Shia LaBeouf in it also? I didn't see it. Oh, what's it called? The Dial Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I think we can pull up a trailer. Oh, they gotta have. It's a time travel cause... movie, and there's they brought the Nazis back though instead of the aliens, which is good. Why can't they bring another civilization? Like, why not bring them back the Sumerians or whatever? The Babylonians, you know what I mean? Here we go. Old Indiana Jones. Huh. I'm retiring. Well, in that case, what are we drinking? Same for the goddaughter. Dad told me you found something. On a train during the war. A dial that could change the course of history. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? Don't move. We need to get out of here. Stop! Sorry. Helena! The, by the way, this is the... Did you see the new South Park? Uh, the Disney put one? A, put a chicken in it and make a yeah. gate. 
That was this was hev- that was heavily referenced because there's now a female that he passed the torch to a female now. It's like oh, it, of course. It, we did that with Indiana Jones. Put a chick in it and make her gay and fucking lame as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Jones, get him. Oh, and and now because it's time travel, also there's he's young Indiana Jones, so they CGI'd him to make him look young for part of the movie. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Wait, now I'm not too old for this shit. And then at the end, he's like, I'm too old for this shit. You take over, lady. Well, I know how they really convinced him. You gave me a lot of money. <laughs> I actually haven't seen this trailer. This is like, a, I never. I guess I never watched the full trailer. It's like a long trailer. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. There you go. Yeah, I probably won't see it. They don't hang out with you like a chocolate lab does. I was listening to Nick the Rat last night, and he asked, he was asking callers if they'd seen any good movies lately. And I was thinking oh, to myself, yeah, I, heard that. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, no, they stopped making those. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they can. Yeah. <laughs> a good movie gets you canceled. There's not, there was one movie I was looking forward to that Jamie Foxx wrote and directed that was shot, but will never be released and is, and has been shelved by the studio. Oh, think, Django Unchained two? No, it was uh, it was uh, Jamie Jamie Fox did this movie. It was a comedy, and he told the story on Joe Rogan before the movie got scrapped. When they were filming it, he said, "I called up Robert Downey Jr. and he does a Robert Downey Jr. impression. He's like, I want you to play a Mexican.' And he's like, and Robert goes, uh, here's the thing. Sure, he was a great. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but is Robert Downey Jr. played a Mexican guy with a Mexican accent, and that was all I knew about the movie. And I was like, I'm excited to see this. And now it's not coming out because it's too controversial. Yes. Uh, uh, there's a movie. Was it? Who put it out? John Malkovich. Um, Red Three. Remember Red? <laughs> no. John Malkovich, uh, Bruce Willis, Helen Mirren, Morgan Freeman. Oh, oh. It's like a bunch of old CIA agents, like old, like the CIA is trying to kill off their old agents that know too much. And it's, so it's Bruce Willis, John Malkovich, Morgan Freeman, and Helen Mirren against the CIA because they're the old washed up CIA agents that the CIA is trying to kill. It's my memory of it anyway. It was, um, no, oh, it was John Malkovich doing this movie called A Hundred Years, the movie you will never see. Uh, and its release date is November 18th, 2115. Wait, its release date is what? November 18th? November 18th, 2115, so 100 years. That's when the movie's well, going to come out? 100 from 2015, so yeah. So 92 years. Hmm. Yeah, we're getting closer. I guess, so is that, it, how has that been explained? Is that seriously when it's coming out? It's directed by Robert Rodriguez, Yeah. Uh, an upcoming experimental science fiction film written by John Malkovich, directed by Robert Rodriguez, produced by the French company Remy Martin uh, to promote their cognac, Louis the... I was about to say 13th. that. <laughs> I was about to say I thought uh, Remy which Martin takes was a hundred years to create. Okay. Oh, so it's, uh, you know, a hundred years the movie will be released. Yeah, because their cognac takes a hundred years to make. That sounds like a publicity stunt to me, but what do I know? I was making se- several short films for them, and I finished that first one. We shot that first one. I thought that was going to be a commercial or something, and then I showed them the movie, and they said, yeah, that's great, that's great. That's the one we lock away. And I said, what? That's the one you lock away? What about the other one with the future? No, that's the commercial. So he kind of got surprised too, I guess. Well, um uh... I guess I won't be seeing that movie unless I live along another hundred years. 
Unless uh, somebody breaks into that vault. I need to get the Dial of Destiny so I can see that John Malkovich film. That's the only reason I need the Dial of Destiny. It's probably the only good movie that will be had for 100 years. Speaking of classic movies, remember this? Mr. Inoshi. Oh, no. What was that from? Breakfast at Tiffany's where Mickey Rooney plays an Asian guy. (laughs) Mickey Rooney plays. It's like a really bad, (laughs) really bad makeup job, really bad Asian impression where Mickey Rooney plays. uh, Oh, man, that's that's up there that I had to go back and watch Breakfast at Tiffany's just out of us just to make up for the loss of not seeing Robert Downey Jr. play a Mexican. I, uh, I haven't seen that movie in years. Do you remember? Do you remember what I'm talking about, though? Where Mickey Rooney's like, he's got like the Chinese teeth and the Chinese glasses. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm watching the video now. I forgot all about that. Sometime. Anytime. On the other hand, I am able to see the film in its historical context and understand that it was intended to be a comical role, understand that in many ways it is simply a reflection of a stereotype that people had at that time and which I think we've uh, made strides to get away from since then. In looking at the Mr. Yunioshi character, they made up Mickey Rooney to look exactly like cartoon caricatures of Japanese during World War II. If it was a white character, it was a non-ethnic character, I think it could have worked for the purpose that uh, I think Mickey Rooney was there for on a very basic level, which was to provide uh, physical physical comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's an Asian-American perspective on Mickey Rooney's yellow face portrayal. <laughs> yellow face yeah which is kind of like they didn't really make his face yellow so that's kind of just racist in and of itself calling it yellow face yeah when they didn't do that they should have i'm i'm just i was i was watching this just waiting on george Takai to show up crying <laughs> anytime anytime there's anything like this you know one of the people being interviewed is george Takai just pitching a fit Ooh. oh my oh my yeah they uh i think they should get back into it Honestly, do more of it. More yellow face? Yeah. Have an entire movie like that. As long as they're chicks, they can't say anything. Not, well, if they're if they're trans. Yeah. Oh. Those trans racial. If it's a man if it's a biological man woman that's a woman, then they can't say anything. But uh, chicks oh, yeah. can get canceled now if they're straight. Oh, I suppose that's true, yeah. We're all on the chopping block. That's what it is. You ever think about putting your dick on the chopping block so that you can be immune from it's like that family guy joke is <laughs> Uh, like those old uh, internet videos of penis origami? Ugh. No. Is that like where you slice your dick in half down the middle? Yeah. Yeah, that was I, that was one of those things I wish I'd never seen. Wow, look at this. <clears throat> the 10 most offensive movie characters ever. Mickey Rooney definitely made the cut. Who else, who else do you think would be in here? Should we place bets on this? Hello? None of your f-ing business. That's where I was. Whoa. 
Oh, for God's sakes, I've had to go to the bathroom for 20 minutes. Oh, no, I can't hold it any longer. Oh, God, I can't hold it. I have to go so bad. I can't. Oh, God. Oh, I'm just kidding. I can shit wherever I want. Whoa. <laughs> that was transcendent. Well, uh, Fletcher has informed me that his internet is down, so thanks for tuning in, everybody. And, uh, well, shucks, we'll see you all next week. I'm back with Mario Garza, and we're going to talk some more Flat Earth. And uh, other things come down the pipeline. Battle of Douchebags Season 2. Yeah, until then, let's hear from the president. Ooh, batch of fool, batch of fool, batch of fool. Yeah, batch of fool, batch of fool, batch of fool. Ooh, batch of fool, batch of fool, batch of fool. Ooh, batch of fool, batch of fool, batch of fool. Ooh, batch of fool, batch of fool, batch of fool. batch of fool, batch of fool. Yeah. Travel around, who's rolling round? What goes down? You can't handle it, damn. I'm telling you how. Can't magic Hannah shares as I'm sporting banks and Robert Banks and snorting crack and giving the thanks to the Lord. I'm with my again, like my mama taught me right to the end. But it takes courage and let up. To get filled with lead Like I killed So fuck To put a bullet in your head They tell me Explain to us Why you so dangerous Then suddenly I literally Shit shit my pants Sometimes I'm just It's just a diarrhea Sometimes I'm you poop your pants, it's just a little bit too wet. Come back. No. Sipping all stops, sipping up the wood, slipping back to cops, drizzling in blood. I'm a verbal and obsession in a real life. You look up this bird that I'm gathering, don't you see him that tell I'm brown, blue, down, 
Sometimes don't feel bad about it. If you poop your pants or pee your pants, it's no big deal. Don't be embarrassed. Sometimes you're not able to be able to go to the bathroom. And you end up pooping your pants or pee your pants. Something like that. It's no big deal if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometime. It happens to everybody. It's nothing to be terribly embarrassed about. Pooping your pants is just a part of life. Whether you're a little kid or you're all grown up. Don't feel bad, don't feel bad if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometime. If you find you're doing it like a couple times every week, you should buy yourself some diapers and then you can just go whenever you want to. Ho, ho, don't feel bad if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometimes. Don't feel so bad about it if you poop your pants. Or you pee your pants sometime Don't feel bad about it If you poop your pants Or pee your pants It's no big deal Don't be embarrassed Sometimes you're not able to Be able to go to the bathroom And you 
Stand up, pooper your pants and pee your pants or something like that. It's no big deal if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometime. It happens to everybody. It's nothing to be terribly embarrassed about. Pooping your pants is just a part of life. Whether you're a little kid or you're all grown up, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometime. If you find you're doing it like a couple times every week, you should buy yourself some diapers and then you can just go whenever you want to. Oh ho! Don't feel bad if you poop your pants or you pee your pants sometimes. Don't feel so bad, buddy, if you poop your pants. Yes, do this. Take up your fucking me. For me, I'm ironically. All I happen in this world is my balls and my work. Or I don't wait from. Oh. Joe hopped out the whip, hopped the heater out the club, each team mess. Hit up out the jack, these doors lovely. Do I have to shoot the door, wasted hell with the shells? Why is it? Why the flag screener? Why shoving? He's trying, he's rich as nose, white face out in the shag. His wrist is flips and his fuck not your show, man. All of a sudden, bull shines from the back world. He was a set on to the challenger, world. Tell me what, out the back. Don't keep flying out about my page. He got the cheesy, avoid him, and then he's a team. This shit is stolen. Fuck me, Strapped up with a brick or to the crib on the back. Go hit the pavement to keep busting all out of my jeans. You want the fashion week, you get away clean. You're in the dark. This round while it's smiling, smile here in my pale lag. Go off once I hook his reply. I had to blast. So brains over the graves with the dookie damn man. 99's on his back. Kills me shot through the park. One dookie's bumping out of my shirt. I hammer bullets from behind. My tie is large. Dookie fell in of us. Speaks about the boss. No doubt. Hold up, I used to the clock. Shook the tookies out. Do it to change. They want to the change. I'll stop coming here. I got it. This someday. Dookie way. You're done. Must only chew up into the dookie. Yeah, I'm blazing after you can lift this round of shirt. We'll blow out his back. The coffee road, man. Yeah. Don't a sad slap, too. Dookie's got a blow, baby. Help me make great. Throw these dookies in the trash. I'll laugh more dookies. They're coming out fast. Now I can't move my legs. And the fucking dookie mound. Then be drunk, open fine. Like the brave, like the found. Now body throw stress out. Spice right through me would get in the dust. Turn in by the Dookie. Trouble on Dookie Island. Yes, do this. Take up the robot in me. In the park, I'm actually. All I have in this world is my balls and my work. I don't wake them. Get up, pop the jack, he's doing lovely Why have to keep his warm place to hell with the sound quiet? He's right when the flat breathing like something He's crying, he's rich as nose, boy, he's facing out in the shag He's rich as flips and he's off, don't hurt your glass All of a sudden, all the time, he's in the back row He wants to set up, he's a talent, he's a swirl He only walks out the back, don't be quiet now My baby's out the TV, a boy, and they did it today This shit is stolen, fuck me, it's a trap Don't make the break, boy, do the crib you can bust it all out of my team. You want the fresh week, you can't wait to leave me in the dark. Just try while it's not on the smile. You're in my pain, lad. Go off one side, we'll just reply. I had the plan. Don't play over the grave. We can do some damn, man. 99's on a plan. 
Hey, 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 you mark, you keep going on my big spot to block. Calm down, hold up, I should call the quads. Just the truth is out. No one's to say, they want to change. Out, stop, don't be here. I got it, you shut in. You ain't with some of my money. So I did the big girl again. Yeah, I'm late to that. You do it, you're trying to show me. I'm all out of sight. The cops be wrong, man. Yeah, you know what it's that crap, too. Don't be smart at all, baby. Tell me, man, you ain't gonna be too big in the track. I will not part two. Cause I've just begun Don't let it go in one ear And pull out the other one And sound maggot Such a mystery Black history Black history Sound maggot Such a mystery Word about black history One with the teeth away The primacy to fuck off And when he'd go to the party He would show off Two beers in one hand As he proclaimed his plan Of a unified Reformation of God Like mystery minds So get the fuck out of your chair Hell your hands Throw your arms Throw your feet up in the air Hey, it's Malcolm X And I hate to have sex So hit me on my cell With a nasty text I'm like a vampire bitch When I'm biting your neck You let my dick get hard As the blood collects You better wet that pussy Cause I'm fucking your necks And nails and Yo, my name is George, you Washington Clover. A lot of people think I'm just a peanut farmer, but I did a whole lot more than that. You'll ever heard of starch. I invented that. A moose there with con. I know I didn't make starch, but I got a million men and we started to watch. Walk it to the city as a friend Betty. Now put your mouth on my noodle like a plate of spaghetti. White bitch out naked. Such a mystery. Black mystery. Black mystery. So make it. Such a mystery. Word about black history. Hey, Rosa Parks, my name is Mark. I'd like to pair up with you like it's Noah's Ark. And then maybe we can go get some pizza. Do you like pizza? It's in it. Everyone likes me. And layers are naked. Such a mystery. All like mystery. Like your spies. Oh, yeah. Naked. Such a mystery. Say words about black history. Oh, so naked. Such a mystery. It like history. Like history. Hampshire. Naked. Such a mystery. My word. About black history. 